And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm David Jacoby. I'm Juliette Littman. Juliette Littman is remote, calling in from across the country. Where are you? Um, I'm in Washington, D.C. right now in Friendship Heights. Oh, that's so exciting. You're there for a wedding. I'm here for a wedding. I'm wearing full makeup. No one knows that, but I am. Good. Um, are you ready to dance tonight? <laughs> I can't wait to boogie. I'm just so excited. It's my favorite part of wedding. I know you like to dance. So do you bring a separate a pair of dancing shoes and a pair of fancy shoes, or do you just wear fancy shoes that you know you can dance in? The, the latter. Fancy shoes I know I can dance in. I've thought a lot about it. It's one of my best friends, Claudia, getting married. Thinking about it for months, you know, the outfit's really, really been planned out, so I'm Good. pretty excited. But let's get into Bachelorette. No, 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 let's just go with Claudia's wedding for another 40 minutes. <laughs> let's, just, let's just drill down on Claudia's wedding. Shout That's to Claudia. That's what people care about. This was the Bachelorette episode I was waiting for. This is one of those episodes that goes on the Mount Rushmore of Bachelor Bachelorette <laughs> episodes. This was one of those. Do you agree or disagree, Julia Littman? Agree. It kind of changes the game for The Bachelorette forever. It had these beats. It wasn't a lot of the time The Bachelorette or The Bachelor will, uh, one exciting thing will happen per episode and they'll tease it out through the season that way. You know what I mean? But they had like three distinctly, fantastically disastrous moments in this episode and we're going to go through them. Okay. Where are we going to start? Let's start with Ian because that's where we left off last time. Ian is the... I don't know if you guys know this, if you listen to the show or, or, or watch The Bachelorette. He went to Princeton. It comes up from time to time. <laughs> time to time. From he time. brings it up as often as possible. That's all he says. It's like I, people I, – I, 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 this is a pet peeve of mine, Juliet. It's like Where, you would murder someone, and you'd be like, but I went to Princeton. Isn't that allowed? Yeah, that's cool, right? It's like, I just don't like it when people make the college that they went to their identity. Like that chick on Vanderpump did it. Remember, she, where did she go? Is she Princeton too? Um. She may have been. I think she was. I forget her name, but she was the new chick on Vanderpump this year. But it's like, that was years ago, man. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, she was definitely Ivy League. Yeah. Yeah, it's like move on. Like like right. Ian, like I that was, you you graduated, man. Like you, move on with your life. Like that's basically what they told you at the commencement speech. They're like this is what's going to happen. Go to the real world now. Once you yeah, once you leave college, you may never reference like a paper that you wrote or like <laughs> what kind of degree unless it's like a job application. <laughs> Even then, it's like oh my I don't think there's a single person listening to this podcast that has their actual GPA on their resume. Like, they shouldn't. If you do, take it off right exactly. now. Exactly. No one's like, oh, yeah, we uh, we contacted your university, and we got the transcripts for all your classes, and we got to tell you, you said you had a 3.6, you actually had a 3.4, and I don't know if this is the job for you. Sorry. <laughs> that's actually what happened to George Carl at the Kings. That's, that's what happened. Oh, yeah. Is he going to get fired today? That's what happened with Vivek. Vivek was like, you know what? We uh, we called up your uh, your private school, wherever you grew up, and we found out that you didn't actually major in woodworking. You're out. Okay, so back to Ian. So Ian, he's not done for confronting Caitlyn. He really wanted to like go in on her. Mm-hmm. This is this is what I feel. So so Ian has been very much the middle of the pack. Like he's handsome and and well spoken, and they talk, and he's he's a good conversationalist. So he's not one of those guys you look at where you're like I'm on night one. You're like obviously you're not going to win. Like you're slammered. He's not one of those like bottom of the row definitely gonna get rid of you but he's also not one one of those like ooh, he's he's fantasy sweet coitus material he's just middle of the pack i think he is he went to princeton i don't know if you know this he's smart enough to understand that so he kind of gets
gets it and he's evaluating the situation because he's smart and he went to Princeton and he's like, ooh, like what would a guy who went to Princeton do here? So and he's like, I this is this is my theory, Juliet. You ready for it? Okay. Hit me. I think he saw his position and saw how it was going to play out, that he was going to get dropped in like a couple more episodes, and he didn't want to be the guy that went back home and with his boys at the bar, and they're like, oh, yeah, remember when you were on The Bachelor and like that chick dumped you? You know what I mean? He's like, how can I change this narrative? Like, how come, how can I make it so when I'm back in in wherever I live in Manhattan Beach and, and, you know, we've got flip-flops on and we're drinking (laughs) shandies as the sun goes down? Like, how how can I... How can I control that? And he was like, I'm going to bring it to her. I'm going to preemptive breakup, which is, I'd say, like 30% of all breakups are preemptive breakups. What do you think? Um, that's maybe like a fair amount. Although, who do you think is more likely to be a preemptive breakup, a man or a woman? I don't see sex. You know what I mean? I don't differentiate between the two. I just see beautiful <laughs> souls floating this earth. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to really answer think- that question. I think that Ian was just like, I am not done being on television in a surefire way to make sure I am coming back is by calling Caitlin out. So he just uh, he just went for it. And he really went in deep. He was really mean to her. We like, ha- we really we happen cry. to have the, the clip, Juliet. If let's okay, see if uh, if uh, the great show for this is ready to roll. I came here expecting to meet the girl that had her heart broken and was devastated by Crystals. Not the girl that wanted to get her field plowed by Chris. And really I feel like I've found that there's still that girl. And I feel like you're here to make all of the bunch of dudes on TV. Yes. Bringing Nick in, I don't question his intentions, I question your intentions. Shots. I really see you as a service-level person at this stage. I wonder if you're really that shallow. Because I don't see anything beyond the surface. That's gotta hurt. Another, I mean, another smart thing that he did was mm-hmm. he must have been conscious of the fact that, like, Nick was going to be the same narrative. And so he invoked Nick, and he was Ooh. like, no, Nick's not the problem. You're the problem. Ooh. And that, like, solidified the fact that he would be in the episode because he, like, he keyed into, like, what the producers were going for. Brilliant. That's a great observation, Juliet Littman. Really well done. Thank you. But Thank I, you. And it also, it, I, I mean, I think when you know you're making this bold of a play that you're going to be a, a story. Like, you know what I mean? If you walk off, if you confront the yeah. Bachelorette, like, you're, you don't have to worry about your spot, but it's definitely going to be better. But, like, if you're Caitlyn, like, I think that I think she's fragile. Like I think she's starting to like really start to get like like broken and hurt by this process. And I think that that this sort of like Ian incident is one of the variables in the equation that led to the coitus confirmation that we're going to get to later in this show. Definitely. Because she also this is now the fourth guy who's left on his own volition. Basically, but that's no, really. No, that hurts your ego. For real. Like it's like it's like, hey, here's this show where twenty five guys just fawn over you and like literally fight for your for your hand in marriage. Like, nope, like here's a show where tw- twenty four guys show up and like four of them break up with you and twelve of them are actually there for somebody else. And it's just like this is now supposed to go. Like just last week, remember Sean is like, Oh, I thought you would be smarter. And now this week Ian is like, Yo, I really I didn't I just I'm just I just can't believe that you're that shallow. And it's like it's like not only are they not like showing her enough affection, it's like they're being kind of insulting. It really is. It really is. And, it, and, and the, I didn't like this whole thing where his criticism of her was basically like, you're, you have a good sense of humor and you're not deep. You know what I mean? Right. 
And I don't understand exactly what deep is. You know, like like it's, how, it, how deep are you going to get on television when you're one of ten anyway? Like what it, you one of yeah, exactly. Like like you're dating twenty three other dudes. Like this isn't. It's not like we just like hiked Machu Picchu and we're looking at the sunset. Like and we're like looking at like you know looking at our place in the world. That's not what's going on. You know what I mean? I like I'm watching you, you guys in diapers on, sumo wrestle. I like that you think they're going to go to Machu Picchu. I feel like also Ian was like, well, I have this story. Like, what's your story? Like, he just seems like he's almost too meta for the show. Like, he wanted, like, his activist to be met with, like, some kind of stop story for Caitlin. Maybe she doesn't have a stop story, which makes her a great candidate for Bachelorette. Like, that's why they picked her, you know? Totally. Like, easygoing. Totally. And I, I'm going I'm to throw a little, one more bullshit flag on Ian here. He's like, you know what I... I wanted the woman that had her heart broken by Chris Souls. It's like, is that really an attribute that you're looking for? Is that, <laughs> you, you want know what I mean? the rebound? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> exactly. He's like, I was looking for that rebound chick. I was looking for someone I could really emotionally manipulate. Yeah. He, like, wants someone who he can, like, hurt or something or has been hurt so he can, like, swoop in. Yeah, his whole thesis was just a bit off, man. I, I, you know what? He did send us a chocolate flower, though, Juliet. I know. Well, do you want to see you in paradise or no? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I oh. want to see him fight with some guys. Like, it's one thing for him to pick on a woman mm. who's, like, is in a weird situation. But I would like to see him fight with some, like, fellow competitors. Juliet, we're going to fly you to D.C. for every podcast because you, you're coming <laughs> with the hot takes. That's another great point. <laughs> this is going to get expensive. This it's gonna, You're going you're gonna to get a lot of airline miles, though. That's true. And all I want in my life is permanent first class. So yeah, you will, you will be in the Delta Sky Club sipping a martini eating Biscoff cookies in no time. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It's um, really good. I'm, I forgot that Ian was even in this episode, though, because the rest of what went down was so outrageous. Like, let's just talk about Nick's date. I really want to talk about it. Okay. But before we do, let me just say, of course Nick, in his limo, pitched himself as what, Juliet? I mean, um, not Nick, Ian, Ian. Yeah, Ian, oh, he went, Ian. Yeah, Ian was just like, oh, well, I'd be the perfect bachelor. I mean, women would just come flock out to the streets if I was the bachelor because I went to Princeton. You know why he'd be a bad bachelor? Because he's too unpredictable. They can't pick someone who could potentially be, like, calling, telling people off. I think so I, I, th- I personally think it would be fun. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. again, like, who am I to say that, like, the, the bachelor – the architecture of the bachelor is flawed because it's the greatest piece of art that our species have ever come up with. You know what I mean? Right. Um, let's, it's a peak achievement of human culture. Let's talk for a second about Nick's date, everything surrounding it, everything leading up to it. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, Hey, like when are they going to get to unreal? And when are they going to talk about shots of sunset? It ain't happening. Like this is where this was the super bowl of bachelorette episodes. (laughs) We're going in on this one and we're going to hit news later. Let's, um, so, so what was Nick's date supposed to be? Where are they? Oh, in Ireland. See that? See that, Juliet? Let's not breeze over that fact because right. it comes into play. Right. They they go to Ireland, and Ireland is known for a few things. It's known for being very green. Having a lot of uh, beer and Guinness. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like green, drinking. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and James Joyce, kind of. I, I've been to Ireland. Have you been there? Of course, I've been to Ireland. It's shot. It's I've, great. I've, you know, my family is Irish. Not all of it, oh, but wow. you know, I've, I've got some Irish roots. And we went. We I went, loved it. Went to Loch Derg, hung out in the pub. It was great. I loved it too. 
I, I, you know, like I love when I can imagine myself on the show, and they went to the Guinness factory or storehouse or whatever. The same week, and I've, been, and I've been there, and I was like, oh, great! I know where that yeah. is. That's such like a new Irish move. Come on, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be caught dead there. I'm in real <laughs> Ireland. Sorry. I went to real Ireland too. Okay, but like, there's nothing wrong with being it a tourist. It is low key, like a very beautiful, beautiful country. You know what I oh, mean? Beautiful. It's gorgeous. a beautiful country. One of the things that I value most in foreign lands, and this is this is just going to show how like ignorant and closed I am off to the world, is I like it when they speak English. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just like well, that part. I like that part because I could like do stuff and like make jokes and like talk to strangers and sort of like get to know the culture a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I've been to other places where they don't speak English and you still have great interactions and exchange smiles and cheers glasses and such and try to like get your way into some sort of relationship with a stranger. But when they speak English, it's a lot easier. That's true. That is definitely true. First of all, I meant that completely platonically. I know, I know why you're laughing. It didn't come off that way. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> you're just always trying to make friends. You are very friendly. Yes, I told you before. I don't see sex. sex you know what I mean? Like, it's not. No, just souls. I just want to connect with the souls of the planet. One thing that I really liked in Ireland was they had really good um, peach seltzer water. And I had it like my first day there from like some random store. And then I spent the rest of the trip trying to find more of it. And I didn't find it again until the last day. One, uh, one thing I loved about Ireland is all the young people there, you think they're all drinking Guinness. They're not. They're drinking ciders. Yeah, I love cider. Yeah, everyone's drinking ciders. Like at, at first, I would get to the bar. I'm Back like, "Hey, like I'll have a Guinness." And I started looking around. And I was like, "Oh, like ah, I see what's happening here." And they uh, drink it with ice cubes. Crazy. Yeah, it's delicious. It's not crazy, but I love it. This does circle back because whatever there was, um, you know. It, there was a one-on-one left. It was t- the people that hadn't had one-on-ones yet are Eight Head Joe, Tanner, JJ, and Nick. And, you know, this is a reality show. We want the most drama. Of course she goes on a one-on-one with Nick. Of course. Plus, she really, she's into him. She's obviously into him. We knew that yes. even before they confirmed the coitus. Yes, she is very much into him. And what they do, they, uh, he, had to, he had 10 minutes to get ready. He's like, oh, my God, are you serious? And then he, he proceeded to put on a pair of pants that was too small, a, a leather jacket that I did, really did not agree with. I did not like no. that jacket. No, and I like a good jacket like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a really bad one. I think um, it was like, it was, I don't know how to say it. It was like too elegant of a leather yeah. jacket. You know what I mean? It was, it was, like, it was like, thin and it was it. soft, but it was cut well, but it had no sort of edge. It was like, it was kind of like a, it, it was like, if a leather jacket can make a man look softer and meeker, he somehow figured it out how yeah. to do it. Women's leather jacket, like it looks like. I didn't want to say it because I don't see sex. We've established that, but it did look like something you would find in the women's department, not the men's department. Like it looked like a woman's bomber jacket, where he needs to be wearing a men's bomber jacket. Yes, like you have that new black one that I really like, and that's like what he what he was going for, and he failed. Yeah, he failed. It didn't work at all. It didn't work at all. It definitely looked like it. And and his pants. He kept tugging at his pants the whole entire date. His relationship with his pants really bothered me. That's not. (laughs) That's not. What happened on this date, though? They went. What they do? They went to uh, the park. They walked through the park. They made out. They made out. But they were doing that make out thing. One thing I like about them too is you could tell they had that physical connection. That's only. Yeah. It's really only there for like the first two weeks that you know somebody, where you just can't stop touching them. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you can't stop. They're like, oh yeah. They're like magnets, like real magnets, and it's a real thing. It's, it doesn't feel. It didn't feel like a put on for the show. It didn't feel. It 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 came like all the things that Nick does come across as kind of bullshit. 
fake and unorganic, if that's a word. But like this, that his his desire to make out with Caitlyn was mutual and it was strong and it was something that you've that everyone's felt in this world before. But it was usually when you're like 15. You know what I mean? One one really telling line was when she was like, "I keep forgetting the cameras are around when I'm with Nick." Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she was definitely acting that way. Because, like, the way she was acting was kind of embarrassing. Another tell is, like, a lot of the times she'll have very selective kisses with dudes. And this is, like, this is true of the franchise and the franchise's history. It's like, oh, the producer told us to stand in this spot where it's romantic. It's a setup. There's fireworks. Now we're going to make out. And, like, I'm, a hand might touch a face. And it might feel intimate with a little bit of hugging afterwards or whatever. But, like, these two, it was, like... They're constantly touching each other, like in the stomach or in the back, and she had that sweater on. And he was like, "It's like it, you could tell that they were like really physically into each other." Another way you could tell that is because they had sex. <laughs> they had sex. So, I don't even remember what happened on their date. Like all I can remember is them going back to her, inviting him back to the hotel room. Let me build up to it for a second, because I okay. do remember what they did a little bit. And it's interesting. They walked to the park, and then they went to a pub. At the pub, he, she says, what are you going to have? And he says, or no, she, he asks her, what are you going to have? And she says, whiskey. Uh, I don't remember. Whiskey. She's like, I'll have whiskey. So they've, they've already established this is going to be like a, a, browned, a brown night. You know what I mean? Like, we're going, oh, right. we're going brown, and we're going rocks. So then... So then they have a whiskey, and you know what? Like three ounces of like brown booze, like that'll get you a little tipsy at two in the afternoon, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Then they go home. They probably they change. Maybe they have another a changing drink, as Patricia likes to call it from um, uh, from Southern Charm. <laughs> and then they have a changing drink, and then they meet up and they have dinner. Where do they have dinner, Juliet? Do you remember? Uh, at a pub. A church. Oh so yeah. Now sure. they're in a church, and they're getting super sexual in the church. I know that was inappropriate. They were kind of like that and the fake wake were both inappropriate this week. That's, not, very, that's not what you do in a house of worship. It, it, totally. Like I'm not the most religious guy in the world, but Me like it, it didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Like like it didn't feel it, it was just kind of the optics were off. You know, it was like yeah. here we are in this 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 hallowed hall that's you know for for centuries has been a place of worship and solitude and healing or whatever you know what i mean and like and now they're just like making out being like i can't i just want to get to know you all I feel, over i feel for you yeah yeah it's just like, <laughs> what is happening and they had these gigantic steaks too they each had like 25 ounce porterhouses from peter luger's it was like what who do you think these people are i don't believe for a second that caitlin eats steak like she just doesn't no Sorry. she does not she does not she she might. She's probably vegan. Like if I had to guess. No, I, I, yeah, probably. She. She's probably just like, oh, so what? Did you have lunch? She's like, yeah, I had some cashews, and it's just like, yeah, like no, almond, no, 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 almond milk only. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so that, so, so then, so I'm just bringing, the, just like ramping it up for you. They go park, pub, church, makeouts. Then the outside, they're making out in the doorway to the church. It's a great shot, and it's all leading up to the classic like end of the night goodbye. And she says, what, Juliet? Do you want to come to my suite and hang out? She said, I don't want it to be over. And he said, me neither. And then she then she invited him back. Totally. So they get in there and they're making out. They, they, she's got a suite, right? So she's got a bedroom mm-hmm. and like a, a sitting room. They Wait, get... I just want to say one thing. On your first date, you have to feel really confident to be like, yeah, I don't want this to end. Like, this is a pretty bold statement. It's not a real first date. You know what I mean? I know. I know. But still, like, that's like... I don't know. No, see, here's the thing is, I think I don't want this to end. Is Did he say that or did she? He um, did, right? I, 
He did, yeah. She was like, me neither. So and he floated that done. out there. He floated it out there as, as like, it's a very non-committal request. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's like there's no real question mark at the end. It's a more of a statement. But it's like, I don't want this to end. Like, do you is the implication. And then she has the power to not have it to end. It was a sly move by Nick. I liked it. He, I mean, he's obviously proved that he's very cunning. Yes, he is. If nothing else. I mean, he's yeah. on his like third season of this show, <laughs> and you're only allowed one. It's kind of it's like it's like how Giuliani got that third term in New York. Like, wait, wait, what? Like, did he do that, Juliet? Am I wrong? That was Bloomberg, and yeah, yeah, Bloomberg. Yeah, exactly. Himself. It was like, wait a second. I thought there were rules against this. He's like, well, I make the rules. Like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, no one hates you that much, so I guess. When you have all the money, you can make the rules. Yeah, like, the, only the large soda drinkers were against the, the Bloomberg third term. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so then they go back to her, her suite, and I like how they kind of, like, I don't know, this worked out so well for the producers, because they go back to her suite, and they could have gone immediately to, like, her room where there were no cameras. No. But first they sat on the couch. An like, ugly couch. Oh, my God, that couch is ugly. God. And also very small and didn't look comfortable. It did not look no comfortable at all. I'm glad you noticed no. that, too, because it was the, the couch was featured later in the episode, too, and I just couldn't get away from it. I was like, that couch is just <laughs> awful. It's like one of those couches I that you, like, can't get comfortable on. You end up, like, pulling the chair next to it and sitting on the chair. Like, this thing sucks. I wonder if there was like some kind of negotiation of like, okay, you can go back to your room if you give us a few some footage. Because if I were them, I would have gone straight to that. No one wants to sit there. on that couch. Here's the thing: is whoever bought that couch, it's a hotel, so they're like, yeah, I'll take four hundred and fifty of those. And whoever's right. selling them is just like, for real? Like, <laughs> have you sat on this thing? They I mean, get. Hotel- I'm currently in a hotel that's lovely, but in general, hotel couches are not comfortable. They're not. And then so so here's what happens, which I love. So so you're right. There's, the producers are like, you have to give us a little footage. So they sit down on the couch. They're chatting for a second. And then um, – And they start whispering to each other like the lamest, most TV-ready dirty talk ever. Yeah, I wouldn't – that dirty talk. You're disrespecting dirty talk by, by <laughs> even categorizing that as dirty talk, Juliet. That's ridiculous. Like, I, I'm insulted on behalf of the dirty talkers of America that, that you would even categorize that as such because there are strict guidelines to qualify, Okay. Said like I, he said like I feel for you, right? No, that's on the inside. We'll we'll get there in a second. Okay. But it's at first he's like at some point she's like, do you want to go like in the bedroom or whatever? And so then they get up to like bring the party into the bedroom area of the suite. But one thing that they notice is as they moved from the the living room, whatever you call it, to the bedroom area, they both sort of had to take two extra steps out of their way to grab their cocktails that still had yeah. fresh ice in them. So it wasn't just like, oh, we're so into the throes of passion that, that we're going to go in the other room. It was more like, let's bring the party into the other room. Yeah, yeah I noticed that too. And I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. They're drunk They're right drunk. Now. Yeah, they, I thought they had whiskey Cokes. Maybe it was it was just whiskey, but there's at least like four or five ounces in each glass. They were tall glasses. Yeah. And it was like, I think that I think they're kind of slow slammered at this point yeah no they definitely were they definitely Caitlin, were. you have to remember Caitlin hasn't had a sandwich in like six weeks like straight up like she, she and they're has, in ireland we see them going to a pub like they've been drinking all day they also just got off like a 10-hour flight like you just get a little right. loopy when you get off these flights you know right they were they were they, they were drunk at least probably very drunk yes so then what we get is the classic closed door with some audio underneath it and as a producer, I'm just very curious about the source of this audio. You know what I mean? Right. 
Do they keep their mics on? Like, they took everything off but their microphones? Like, I don't think so. It's impossible. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, perhaps they put the mics on the floor, you know what I mean? And didn't turn them off. But it's, it's like, I don't know where this audio came from. I don't believe that they would, like, record it in post because that's just kind of silly. But, like, we're getting this. I think what happens is, is the audio that we got also, is. Also, if I'm Kaylin and, and we see her being distraught, I'm not, like, going back and recording that audio in post. I'm like, no, work with what you have. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's what they did. But my theory is that we get the four minutes, we get audio from the four minutes before they take their clothes off. Probably. You know what I mean? I think they didn't just like first get in and then like take their clothes off. I think they got in, made out a little bit, laid down, and then eventually sort of like got into taking their clothes off. Right. So we get a little bit of their dirty talk. And I think one of the things that he says, which I, I'm again, that is not dirty talk. We get a little bit of their, what Juliet has classified as dirty talk when he says, <laughs> uh, he's like, I want to know every part of you or something. It was like, what? Like, that's just weird, man. <laughs> like, you want to know? Like, you want to build a relationship with my eyebrow? And like, you yeah. know. When you're me, you say like several dates later, like after you've had a fight and then like you have a breakthrough or something, you just like that's the way to like make up for it. Or something that you like saw in a movie and thought was a good line and just tried repeating it. Yeah, definitely. But and you know what happened next? What? They had sex? They had sex. Real yeah. confirmed sex. Real sex. I can't think of another time that this happened on the show. Oh, well, do you know who else asked that question? Britt did. We get this weird shot of her on her balcony the next day. And Nick exits. She's on her balcony. And um, she's... They make it seem like she's talking to herself, but she's obviously talking to a producer. Obviously talking to a producer. That I, I don't know if they were in the shot or there's a curtain blocking the shot, but, like, half of the screen is blocked by, like, black, which they could have put in in post. Like, who knows? But she is there, and she says, she's like, has this ever happened before? You know what I mean? And she's like, huh, like, I don't think so. And then she's like, I wonder what – she's like, I wonder what I would feel like if if Britt and Chris slept together. And then she starts to really express how she feels after the fact. And if Joe Fuentes is listening, he's going to play the Caitlin Gilp clip. I don't necessarily feel guilty about the act. It's more just – guilt from caring about other relationships that I have and I've never done this before I've never dated this many guys and had to feel this guilt and I do mm. that's interesting I've never done this before like yes we know no one's done this before it's <laughs> no. not normal I'm glad you bring that up Juliet because I may or may not have done some research on the uh, Bachelorette over the past seven oh. days you know, I've been uh, I've been really enjoying this. This is the first, you know, mid-season confirmed coitus. Like, this is a big event for me in my life. You know what I mean? It's really big. Whatever really that big. says also, about by the way, the my life. The Bachelor has been rating really well, so it's a big deal for a lot of people. The ratings have been going well. Yeah. S- sounds like someone else has been doing some Bachelorette research too. A little here or there. Good. So. <laughs> okay. What did you learn? I learned that she she on on basically she has like a People magazine interview. And I don't mm-hmm. have the quotes in front of me, but but one of the things is she's like, I'm sort of only being, for lack of a better term, slut shamed. This is paraphrasing, obviously, because I'm a woman. She kind of, she she played that card a little bit, and then she was also like, look, like I don't really know how to act. Like this is new territory for me. Like I I don't you know I'm on a TV show dating a bunch of guys, and she kind of like like the whole like <clears throat> like this is new is uh, is a pretty legitimate, for lack of a better term, excuse. You know? Yeah. 
She's yeah, like, it's, it's weird, man. Like, I'm really into this guy, Nick. Like, I'm usually not dating 20 guys in a row on a network television show flying around the world. Like, so I, so I had some whiskey and, you know, that's what happened. I think it was rumored that on Bob Guinea's season, he slept with several women, but it was, like, never confirmed on camera. Yeah, like, I don't... <laughs> I don't. I certainly don't judge Caitlyn for any of this, man. No, of course not. I saw like an Amy Schumer joke tweet that was like, um, "Of course you would have sex with someone you've been dating for three months, like that." And it's like, yes, it's true in the real world you would, but like that's not that's not what's happening here. But I mean, of course, like what, there's you know, Caitlyn didn't do anything wrong. There is not a single person. Ah, there probably is. Most of the people listening to this podcast have had sex with somebody on the first, second, or third date. You know what I mean? Like. Sure. It's just it's just life, you know. So like so so who cares? And and I think that she one thing I loved about that clip that we just played is she's like I don't feel like guilty about that act. You know what I mean? Like she's like let's be clear. Like I don't, I'm not regretting this. I just don't like the implications, the effect that it has on my other relationships with the other twelve dudes I'm dating right now. You know what I mean? Right. And right. I, and I kind of like that she stood up for it a little bit. It wasn't just this full on like oh my god what did I do last night that was the worst like I was too drunk I don't remember it. She wasn't like like trying to distance herself from it. She's like you know what like yeah, I had a good time. The only problem is like there's I've got these other guys. Right, right. She really and you know she obviously is really attracted to Nick. So whatever, good for them. Um, but then she gets really upset and it made me wonder. It kind of like her comments start escalating. And did we see that in the next week on or did that actually happen? I can't remember. Um. What? what yeah, she started like crying she and stuff. Crying. Yeah, she started yeah, so crying I, and stuff I wonder, later. It made me wonder, and I have nothing to base this on. If like the producers were kind of like asking her semi-mean questions, or at least ones that would like enhance her guilt, because she seems to get more worked up as she talks about it. More well, here's 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 what I would do because I like to be emotionally manipulative. Is once uh-huh. I found out that she's like, oh, I don't feel guilty about the act. I only feel gu- I only feel guilty about the the effect it has on the other guys. I'd be like, yeah, the other guys are really broken up about it, especially Sean. What do you think about that? You know what I right. mean? Like, like you once she's just exposed what is, is is really affecting her the most, I would just drill down on that. By the way, I did not realize that Sean got special like attention as well. Like, I don't think that was really emphasized when it happened that he was getting like extra hours with her that he wasn't supposed to get. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna get to that. Should, should we pivot into Sean because that was that was a big part of this episode as well? Yeah, let's pivot into Sean and as. Uh, if you've listened the last couple of weeks, you know that I'm like a major Sean fan. But with each passing week, I like him a little bit less. A like, little bit less. Like a lot less. Like Sean, pull it together, man. Yeah, Get Sean. It together. Let's let's uh. Here's what happens. So Sean, he doesn't even find out about the coitus. So he so we've got coitus confirmation. Sean doesn't even have coitus confirmation. He is so singularly obsessed with Nick and Nick's relationship with Kaylin that it's just like. Dude, like, loosen up. Any dude with enough confidence will just act, behave differently than you are because when he finds out that she gets special time with Nick, he says this. Joe Fuentes, roll the clip. It's going to drive me away and ruin something that could be amazing. Do you not know what we have? Like, I, it's insane. Of course it's because I love the girl. She came to my room when we stayed for, like, six or seven hours on my bed. We didn't even sleep. I was with her all night. She said, you're it. I don't know if I can't get through this thing. I can't through this. Oh, and then what? And then we get to the fancy switch. She bangs two other dudes, and then not a chance. Like, uh, uh, you know what? I kind of like John. <laughs> I, I have a couple things. I have a couple it's so different it. just listening to him. What do you have? What do you say, Juliet? Um, number one, he just like 
theoretically got her in trouble because she's not supposed to tell anyone. Like, I know it's a rule of the show that before the end, you cannot say, like, it's you. Mm-hmm. And, like, this came up with Dez and Brooke. So, first of all, he just got a girl in trouble. Not into that. <laughs> Second of all, um, why didn't he try to have sex with her if they were together for six or seven hours? And I don't mean this in a mean way. I'm not judging Caitlin. But, like, one thing that has come across very strongly this whole season is she's kind of down for anything. So, you know, maybe that was open to him and he just didn't go for it. Okay. A couple of, first of all, again, I'm flying into D.C. for every single podcast. I just feel like this, whenever we get to the schnoz, like there's just a, there's, you're just a little bit more focused, and I really like that. So we'll, we'll go we'll go deep on the schnoz. So I'm the schnoz in, is so important to me. I I just I want to love the schnoz. I'm into the schnoz. So let, let's attack those one by one. I believe number one was he got Caitlyn in trouble by exposing that. Right now, I yeah. want to give a little bit of context because there's because what you don't get from that clip is like where we are. It's right before I believe the rose ceremony, and he like pulls over this like. I don't want to say PA, but he's a producer, but I got a very brief glimpse of him. But he looked to be like in his mid-20s, and the first thing he says, he's like, look, man, you're the only one I trust here. You're the only one I talk to about any of this stuff. <laughs> and it was like, I kind of felt like the guy, he just didn't seem like the only, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. It was just kind of like he, Sean, like, whoa. He probably gave Sean the impression that he like wouldn't snitch on him. Yes, but it he, seemed like that was, I think you're, like, I don't think the cast knows that every producer has been like, uh, has a list of people that they have to build a bond with. You know what I mean? They right. think it's like a natural bond. Right. So. And also, like, Sean, you're still wearing a microphone. If you think this guy is not going to sit, take your mic off to yeah. his door. doesn't make it on camera. Exactly. And then he's like, and the first thing is not in the clip. And he goes, he goes, I mean, man to man, are you really going to tell me that she wants Jared more than me because Jared got the rose in the group date? And it's just like, <laughs> look at yourself, Sean. Look at yourself, I man. It. I hate Come on, we hate Jared, too. And Jared's hair was especially bad this week. Oh, my God. Don't you dare say we hate Jared, too, because I am on Team Schnoz. Ryan Schnozling is my man now. I know. I'm sorry. We're on Team. We're we're anti-Jared. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yes. His hair was, he he did something, like, even worse with his hair this week, where, like, he pulled a piece of it over his eye, Mm. like some kind of, like, goth teenager. It was really weird. Everything is wrong with Jared. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, back to the Schnoz. schnoz. The schnoz. So, so he did that, and uh, what, what was this? What was the other thing that you had there? That he was with her for six, seven hours and didn't try to have sex with her. Okay. My wife has a theory on this. Okay. Uh, how do I put this? She, my, my wife, is almost positive that, that there was some fellatio going on during his six and seven hours. <laughs> it's just a theory. This is just alleged. This is just a legend. But me and her were discussing, and we're like, here's the thing. Like, if you have, and listen, if there's children in the car, you might want to fast forward for like a minute, okay? But if you have, if you have six, there's like, there's what Sean, what, uh, excuse me, I'm getting excited. What Caitlin and Nick did was coitus, it was sex, yeah. right? And that is a question that is asked of you. Like, did you have sex with that person, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there is, did, and then there's kissing somebody. But there is so much in between that right. that, you, that you can do, and then you can still answer the question, no, I didn't have sex with that person. That's right. kind of where Caitlyn made a mistake. Like, I really feel right. like if she just did everything but with Nick, like, it's so much less of a deal. Like, it's not even a big storyline. Totally. Like, no one also, knows. Right. Also, like, um, sex is, like, is, like, at the end, the other end of the spectrum. But also like so discussed. There's like there is like a TV ready lexicon um, 
that the show can use to express what's going on. If yes. there's a question of use your term fellatio, they can't really discuss it on TV with the same kind of facility. There's not the same language already available to you. Yeah. So it's like a lot, a lot trickier for the producers. But what Kayla and Nick did, like everyone's familiar with, Every, so it's exactly, easy, it's black and white. Easy to, yeah, it's easy to discuss on television. And there's it's a, not scandalous in the same way. There's it's a, a different kind of scandal. You are totally right. There's another stigmatism too. It's like, it's like, oh, um, if I was at a party, my wife was like, oh my god, that guy John is here. I was like, what John? She's like, oh, you know, like he, we went to college together. I was like, did you, you know what I mean? Did you have sex with him? She could be like, no. You know, you know what right. I mean? And I'm just like, right. oh, okay, they didn't have sex. And it's, and I feel like, especially when you're dating a ton of dudes at once, like you want to be on that side of the line. You know what I mean? Totally. You know, totally. And, and, and it was just from a strategic standpoint. Like, me and my wife just decided that doing everything but is the best play for Caitlyn. Totally. Also, she needs, like, she needs like, she basically needs to hire us as, like, assistant coaches. You know what I mean? Right. It's also, like, that's, like, still fun, but it doesn't, like, end up on television fun. Yeah, and you don't end up on the balcony crying, talking about, oh, my God, I just made history. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. Like, it's, totally. Just, it's just like that. So that's my advice for future Bachelor and Bachelorettes that have to be listening to this podcast. Also, Sean, like, something definitely happened between them, like, more than just, like, making out. And I'm sorry, I just don't believe it was, like, some deep connection. So Mm-mm. there probably was some kind of, like, going beyond making out. But, like, totally. he, knows, well, like he also knows it's, like, not cool to He's, talk about it. He I said, don't the stuff in, in between you just don't discuss. Like, you talk about, like, kissing and having sex. Like, everything else in between just kind of, like, off the table. And there's not, yeah, the thing is, like, you don't, especially, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, I'm old and stuff. But, like, you don't really drill down. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really yeah. ask follow-up questions about details, you know? It's like, oh, did you guys hook up? Like, yeah, like, oh, cool. You know what like, I mean? Like, what base? What base Yeah, you exactly. Do? You're not just like, tell me exactly what happened. Like, what was the ground? Like, what was the timeline? You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Do you have sex? No. Oh, all right. And yeah, that's kind of it. Right. You know what I just right. well, That's my advice for the future. But this, he said, like, Sean is, like, he said, like, I love, you don't understand. He's like, you don't understand. I love this girl. Like, he really right. believes it, and he really means it. And it's really interesting based on what we, gave, we uh, you, know, you know, talked about last week with, you know, the uh, social media activity of Caitlyn. Right. I know. So, like, if you're shocked, if you, okay, let's just assume, sorry, we're going to enter spoiler territory, so, you know, skip yeah. ahead if you want. Um, let's assume that what we saw in the, snap, the Snapchat, which people pointed out are screenshots of the Snapchat. Like, I just can't even get into that. But anyway, let's assume that Caitlin and Sean can end up together. Mm-hmm. How does Caitlin prepare Sean for this episode? Like, what does she do? Oh, you you have to get away in front of it weeks before. Like, yeah, oh, like before the because, show even starts airing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's it's like, and you have to pick the total right time when he's, like, at his chillest. You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, by the way, like, I totally... Nick. But anyway, like, uh, do you want do you want cheese on your burger, bacon? Right. You know. I think you have to do like a thorough review of the show to like prepare them for everything they might see. Yeah, it has to be a discussion. You don't want someone to find out from watching it, but at the same time, like just actually watching it has got to be just horrifying. I I think I would not. I, I just can't. I I'm, I can't imagine. I you mean, totally would, Juliet. You might not like that night, but like over the, the in the next six months, like you probably would have watched like 150, 160 times. I, I don't know. It's just so the whole thing. The whole thing is just really hard to truly imagine. As much as I like to put myself in the bachelorette shoes. Yeah. Um. 
And that's kind of what her thing was in in People magazine. She's like, this isn't like like this isn't like everybody else's lives. Like whatever like morals you're you're like applying to this situation, like you have to take into account that this is not a construct that people exist in the natural world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's right. like, and that was kind of like it was again. Like I don't want to use the word excuse, but that was kind of her explanation. It makes perfect sense. It's like oh, yeah, of totally. Course. Um, also regarding Caitlin, if she ends up with Sean, like Nick must have really f***ed up somewhere along the way. Great point. He doesn't win. Great point. Like, what, what does he do? Uh, I don't know. This, and even the next time point, on. How does she, how does he lose the show? Like, I just don't get it. So let's, yeah, let's pivot and look forward. Did, like, do you remember much about the next time on? No, I don't. It was very much like something huge happens next week, and like a lot of people are crying and stuff. Like the the dentist is crying on a beach, and it's just like uh, you know, and then like Nick is mad and he's walking away. But there's no details; it's just like a big vague like event for next week. But it does seem like there's drama yet to come, and I be- and I believe that we haven't heard the last of like what happened in Ireland. You know what I mean? Even if even if Caitlin and Nick are not really in love, like they're just like are you know in lust or whatever, and they're really attracted to each other. It seems like that would be um, like confusing or distracting enough to like allow him to win the show under these like fake circumstances of dating. And so I, I feel like maybe he like pulls, he tells someone, or somehow like really disrespects her because yeah. I can't understand how, otherwise how he would win. Ooh, I have a theory. They keep Ooh, showing this shot let's of him. Hear it. They always keep showing this shot of him walking away. And again, like I, I love reality, Steve, but I don't go there because I like to like learn stuff as it plays out. So I don't know mm-hmm. if this is true or not. But like I have to keep showing the shot of him walking away. Could it be true that like he, much like Sean this week, felt like he had it in the bag and got upset when that wasn't the case because he thought he was special? Perhaps Nick, the same things happens to him. And you know his love of drama and guaranteed screen time and, like, you know, selling his narrative forward. I think him leaving in a huff would sort of, like, check a lot of boxes that he's there to do. Like, make a splash, be known, get on camera, continue his run on the Bachelor franchise because he's not then going to be engaged. He could go to Bachelor in Paradise. And maybe that's his play is, like, walk off in a huff. Right. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't know. One thing about Nick, and then we can go to the news. Nick wears Converse's almost exclusively, like low-top Chuck Taylor's. I don't know if it's the best look for him, but I also can't imagine him in any other shoes. Like, what does he do? Uh, you know that I wear Converse at least five days out of the week. That's you not know? true, first of all. I wear a lo- I'm wearing Jack Purcell's right now, and I wore them earlier in the week as well. I have a lot of Converse sneakers. I don't think it's a bad look. I, I don't know, like... I don't know if Nick should be wearing them exclusively, but I can't imagine him in any other shoes. How do you even look at his shoes when he's wearing a women's women's leather jacket <laughs> and like the the totally he totally ordered? Here's the thing about pants: don't order pants online, okay? Don't do it because when they show up, you end up like Nick. He like totally ordered those at like J Crew online, and he selected the fit. And he was like, "Oh, those look cool on the model," and they showed up, and it's like now he's wearing he's wearing cotton tights. Now he's screwed. <laughs> Poor Nick. Let's go to the news, Juliet. Okay. What do we got this week? You're our news reader. Again, um, I'm not going to read much. I'm going to talk about it a lot. You know what I mean? Okay. We've got uh, Kaylin Mangum, again, laced us with the topics of the week. Have you been keeping up with any of this gossip about the uh, the Hugh Hefner stuff with the girlfriends and Holly's book and whatever? No, I haven't at all. Well, Holly came out with a book. And, and as one does, whenever they come out with like a memoir, they like you know release some of the juiciest details. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Hugh Hefner, hmm. 
you know, Just say it. We've, re- we've already discussed Felicia on this podcast. It's just when you hear the intimate details of what happens in the, in the what the true like machinations behind the curtains at the Playboy Mansion, it's just not glamorous at all. Let's just say that. Really? It's huh. just not glamorous at that, all. That actually doesn't surprise me. That's like definitely one of those things that's like too good. Like just, it's all appearances, all smoke and mirrors. Yes, it's like oh, we have a peacock roaming the grounds. Like this place must be the best. Like no, 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 no. Ugh. I don't know if all of this is legal, and it doesn't feel ethically good. This is um, vague enough that's going to make me go Google it. So good job. Let's move on to the next item. No problem. If you if you think we're going to like give away details in the news section or any factual information, then uh, you should probably be hosting this week, Juliet. Next, <laughs> Kim Fields. Does that ring a bell when I say Kim Fields to you? Um, vaguely? doesn't. I think if you're my age, it does. She's Tootie from Facts of Life. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, she is the latest addition to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Really? Interesting, Interesting, right? I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like it too. I, I really, I haven't seen much of her in like the zeitgeist in decades. You know what I mean? But she's Me certainly That's a, why it's good. She was one of those resonating people, like Emilio Estevez. Like, isn't exactly a star now, but he was like, mm-hmm. he was he's a yeah exemplary of a certain period. And I think Kim Fields is the same. Totally, and also Amelia Estevez is like he went from like the eighties movies, like with John Hughes, straight into the Mighty Ducks. So that's like a really strong move. <laughs> it was. I forgot about the Mighty Ducks comeback. Yeah, yeah. Um, Young Guns is what I, is that what I love Amelia Estevez for? Um, I'm a Saint Elmo Fire kind of girl, but I respect that. Have you seen Young Guns? You haven't seen Young Guns? No. Though. Yeah, it's no, really I good. Haven't. It's really good. Great, great Bon Jovi song. Um, okay. Bruce, formerly Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner. I am Kate premieres July 26th. Do you care? I'm, de- I'm definitely watching. Are you watching? So you do care. You're like, I'm yeah. watching this. I'm not sure if I'm watching it because I, I w- I'll watch it the same way I watch the Kardashians. I've just never been that into the Kardashian franchise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is really interesting. I love the, the ABC special they did. But, Me too. But different production company. Different production company. I'll I'll see it, but I will watch it while I like wash the dishes, and I'll wait until my wife is like, "Oh my god, you won't believe this show! It's the best thing over ever." Get over here and sit down. I'll wait until other people tell me it's good before I like. I'm not blindly into it. Let's just say that. Right. Um, I'm interested. The other hand, the thing is that is the Diane Sawyer special is really well done. It's very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to imagine that kind of great care being sustained over an entire series like a season. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm interested to see how it goes, and I find I find Caitlin fascinating. So I'm at least going to watch one episode. Yeah, I will too. Who am I kidding? Teresa Judice is locked up. They won't let her out. Locked up. Oh, man, I miss Akon. I miss okay. Akon, too. God, that song is so good. Um, so catchy. And, what about uh, Smack That All on the Floor? Smack That. You know that one? That was good, too. Up. You'll totally be dancing to that tonight. You're gonna run up to the I'm DJ. Hope. Do you know smack that on my Akon? I'm uh, snapping right now. Just I'll, g- just so you know. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Teresa's locked up. Joe Judice and their adorable daughters are filming a reality show while she is away. Your thoughts? Well, they find they find the money. That's so what I it feels like to him. me. It's kind of sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whenever I feel yeah. like people are doing reality shows like legitimately because they need the money and for no other reason, it really hinders my ability to enjoy them. Not that I don't, you know what I mean? Because I love me some celebrity rehab, but it's just like 
it, 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 you know, it's a little dark cloud floating in the distance that I know is going to come and rain depression all over me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, agreed. I'm not going to watch that. <clears throat> yep. So we've got um, our friend, you know, the millionaire matchmaker. What, what's her name? Patty Stranger, I want to say. Stanger, yeah. Stanger, that's what we're going with. Patty Stanger mm-hmm. and her longtime boyfriend, David Krause, broke up. Oh, my God. Is she going to go her, on her own show? Well, I think they've done that. Didn't they do that or something? I, with her in the I never really got into that show. I never got into that show either. But I did get into that show when that dude, the best, our colleague, Marcellus Wiley, was on it. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. We should talk to him uh, about it. I, I need to go back and watch that. I love Marcellus. He's the most fun person in the world. And I believe he is now married. Oh, cool. Well, congratulations. Or has a girl or something. Who knows? Don't quote me on that. I don't think he listens to the right reasons, so I won't get in trouble. Um, um, what, what else do we have for news? We have one more here. Oh, no. It's about the Kardashians, so I'm moving on. Oh, yeah. No thanks to them. All right. Um, Real, can we just do, like, the last 90 seconds on Claudia's wedding really quick? Because I have some questions. Yeah. DJ or 100%. live band? Live band. Really okay. excited. Okay, Friday wedding. What time does it start? Six p.m. Six p.m. Ooh, good. So it's gonna be. So it's gonna. You're gonna be like. You're still dancing at like one a.m. I hope so. We'll see. I uh, we we started getting ready quite early. We did the hair and makeup, the whole thing. I'm currently wearing a full face of makeup. My hair is shellacked in place. I'm super excited. What do you forget about living in Los Angeles? It's really freaking humid on the East Coast right now. It sure is. Um, Actually, but you know, it's, real, it's a real summer wedding. It feels good, and I feel close to um, our nation's capital. While I am close to it, I just feel like real American right now. Me too. I'm wearing the red, red, white, and blue today as well. Also, in case you're wondering, I'm planning on going hard on champagne. That's my strategy. That's your strategy. I did that yeah. at the last like close friend of mine's wedding. J Bot. Two of my friends got married last summer. Rom and J Bot. And shout to them, and especially shout to their wives. And. uh the first one I got a little too drunk at because I made the mistake of tipping the bartender too much. You know mm. what I mean? Like you think you're being sure. generous and he thinks he's hooking you up. I was doing like Captain and Cokes and he's like, oh, I'll take care of you all night. But it's like actually not taking care of me if you give me like eight ounces of Captain and a splash of Coke. You know what I mean? Not that, totally. not that I'm a victim here, but it's kind of like I, next time I tip, I'd be like, I'm tipping you to keep me sober throughout the entire evening, not to like get me slammered. So then um. – at the second wedding, I went all champagne, exclusively champagne, and it was perfect. Yeah, it looked like the bubbles keep you going. I'm excited. Also, yeah. I know that you're going to be jealous of this. This is kind of related to food news. Um, the, I don't know if they're having cake, but they're having a, an ice cream sandwich truck. That's like cookies. It's like chip, which is like cookies with ice cream in the middle. Mm, mm, mm. God, that's yeah. good. Ice cream is the best kind of cake. Ice cream is the best kind of sandwich. It's those are yeah. facts. That is not that's not my opinion. Those are facts. And those are things um, that we discuss on Food News, which is going to be out on Monday, as it is every Monday. Monday Fifteen minute Micropod, where we give you the week of food news and we eat some stuff. I'm super excited. Uh, have a great weekend. Congratulations to Claudia and Travis. And I'll be back in the studio next week. Thanks for calling, Jacoby. Look forward to it later, Juliet. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye, buddy. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.